want to welcome in Matt Mayer, President of Opportunity Ohio. Matt, good to have you with us. Just, uh, what, eight days away from Christmas Eve. Can you believe that? Yeah, what's well, going to be the Christmas song this year? <laughs> what's go- What, do you want one? We could play one right now. Well, you know, I mean, like, isn't there an annual Christmas song? It's going to be Jimmy Fallon and you know, Ariana yeah, Grande's, right. you know, Mass Christmas, whatever. No, please, please. I'm a Love Actually fan, so, you know, I'm just, I go back to the good old... Uh, Please, let's not. Hey, let's talk about something that not everyone gets an opportunity to do, and that's your testimony yesterday with the U.S. Senate. What was that about? Tell us. It was a joke. It was a joke, the whole thing? Yeah, it's exactly (laughs) why Americans can't stand Washington, and I'm being totally serious now. So, right, they asked me to testify on this bill. Yeah. So I said, sure. I spent about seven and a half hours worth of my time invested Matt, in it. And forgive me, Matt. What was the bill was about? What the bill is about? Uh, they want to create a permanent funding stream in HUD for uh, after disasters. Okay. Right? Okay. And and so you know we do this hearing and twenty five members on the committee, a total of seven showed up. One Republican, Pat Toomey. Yeah. And then six Democrats led by Sherrod Brown. He's the chair. Uh, the Democrats. Didn't ask me a single question. They had two witnesses. I'm surprised. Well, right. they had two witnesses the Democrats called. Okay. One of whom got paid by HUD to essentially write a report saying that HUD should get this money. The other makes money off of getting disaster when disasters happen. His f- company makes money. Okay. So they, they're, they're, yeah. they've totally have a conflict of interest, in my opinion, mm-hmm. testifying on whether this is good or not, right? I'm the only guy there who has no skin in the game and who's done enormous amounts of research on this stuff. So, the, so because I was asked to testify by Pat Toomey, the Republican, not a single Democrat asked me a question. Pat asked me two questions. That was it. So seven and a half hours of my life spent. Set, that's how long this testimony well, well, took. Well, no, but, you know, because, you know, you have to do, you know, you have to prepare. You have to do written testimony. No, you're and right. Then you, so, like, all told, right? And, and, and seven members could show up for a hearing. And my thing is, hey, if you're not going to get at least a majority of 25 showing up, don't hold yeah. a hearing. Don't waste my time. Exactly. Right? Like Exactly. It, it, but this is not new. You know, I remember the first time I testified when I was part of Homeland Security. I was all jacked up. This is going to be great. First time. And, you know, the way they – and we must have spent thousands of dollars worth of taxpayer money preparing for a hearing. Because, like, you know, when you were part of the administration, right, you're going to get drilled yeah. on everything in, under the sun. So we have, you know, three-inch murder board books that you have to try to study because you want to know everything that they're going to ask. You do what are called murder boards, where you know every you people to impersonate every member of the committee, and like they have their personality. So you you run through dry runs. It's a whole process. I have always wondered that. Yeah, we call them murder okay. boards. Murder and boards. so I show up at this hearing, and I'm expecting a room full of people. And yeah. where I look at it, yeah. there's like no one there. And I'm like, where, where is everybody? And say, oh, the, the members show up before their t- time on C-SPAN. <laughs> their staff hand them a piece of, of paper. They- the staff hand them a piece of paper, which is what they read from. <laughs> You finish, they, they finish their five-minute allotment, camera goes off them, they get up and leave. And I'm thinking, again, are you there to learn? Yeah. Because if you're missing the testimony of everybody who's here, who came here out of their goodwill, you don't get paid to do it, to testify, and but you're not listening to anything that gets said other than your little five-minute speech, you're not, you're not interested at all in what's going on. You're not, you don't care about the substance of stuff. You're just here for show. And so that was now, what, 2005? And so here we are 16 years later, and I just, I, I was just disgusted by Nothing, it. Both that's changed. You know, shame on these yeah. 11 Republicans who couldn't bother themselves to show up. And shame on this, you know, the Democrats who didn't show up and the six Democrats who didn't ask me a single question. Makes you real disappointed in, in the system, especially as a taxpayer. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just show stuff. Like, 
Okay, great. Why'd you hold a hearing? Don't waste my time. I got better things to do, Anna. Matt, right? uh, agreed. Matt Mayer, president of Opportunity Ohio, is with us and uh, opportunityohio.org. Matt, so that old adage of they're only around when the cameras are on, that's, right. that's it's true. true. It's absolutely true. And that, and that, 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 and that is just where you, know, you walk away from that experience and, and you just go, this is why it doesn't work, right? It's, it's hyper-partisan. Oh, he's a Republican witness. I therefore won't talk to him. They had a chance to come after me, ask me why I didn't believe that we should federalize more of disaster response. Ask me why I thought, why are you creating it another program outside of FEMA? FEMA has all this stuff ready. FEMA does housing. FEMA, why are you going to create another fiefdom and another part of the federal government that's going to create tension? Because this is what we learned at Katrina, right? One of the, the issues when we did Katrina was there were things happening in all, all over the federal government, and it wasn't coordinated right because everybody had their little fiefdoms, and nobody wanted to deal with Mike Brown. They wanted yeah. to go right to the president. So all this stuff kind of created chaos, right? So after Katrina, they passed this legislation to make sure everything happened under FEMA. So now you're going to create another permanent fiefdom in another department that's not going to want to deal with FEMA, that's going to do its own thing, and we're going to you know, federalize more of disasters. And what happens is when they throw this money in, states and locals, they don't, it doesn't supplement their money. It supplants yeah. it. They then cut their, their budgets because they know the money's now coming, so they send their money elsewhere. So this is a, these are real issues that we should be talking about and debating. And these Democrats, Agreed. they just sat there. They, they oh, I'm not going to ask. You know, they, they try to ask questions to the, the to their witnesses <laughs> yeah. to try to hit me, but they didn't have the guts to just ask me. I, it just was it, it just was disappointing. It, man. I, I have to tell you, your education is such an eye opener into how things work on the hill. Or sometimes. don't work. Or do, well, or yeah, don't right. work. And by the way, they anyone can read this, right? Yeah, it's an uh, opportunity how to org. You can read my testimony. And look, I'm not criticizing Sherrod Brown. I mean, yeah. he was he was he did a fine job, right? It, and he was there it, the and whole I've time. I criticized him before. Yeah. He was there the whole time, but he has to be its chairman. But but that's I true. just I got to tell you, man, what a, what a joke! Wow, that's disheartening. Hey, I've only got about three minutes with you. Matt Mayers with this president of Opportunity Ohio. Can we jump real quick to the city council and uh, approving these new district maps? I, I'm reading this over and over again. And you and, can't figure out what the heck it's, I, it means, right? Well, it makes so no sense. And honest right. to God, what's the point? What's the point? So you're gonna have you're gonna have wards, but you're not gonna have wards. So you're gonna have right. wards that people that represent you have to live in, but you're not gonna actually have ward elections. People can still everyone's gonna still Pe be at large voted. Yeah. So so for example, you could be in, and I forget if it's letters district. Let's just say you you could live in District B, but you can still have a say and get to vote in all the different districts. The only thing that changes, it seems like, is the city council member has, has to, to be. Yeah, you have in to that. be in that district. But although again, although well, it's an at-large vote, yeah, meaning it's at-large. So, so it's a popularity contest that we're going to pretend is a ward system like they have in Chicago or New York. Uh, why would you just not have a ward system if you if the goal is to make sure that people in each part of Columbus have representation from their community? Why would you not have those folks elect their ward member? So these new maps, right? it, the, the city maps, it, it just seems like a big joke. It, it, really? It, I mean, it, it looks to me like faux democracy. But, like, oh, let's 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 give the veneer that we're 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 being fair and equitable, and we're we're going to make sure that there's representation across the city. But let's not, because if we do that, all these existing council members would likely lose. Well, exactly. Right, and they want to ensure a system where that doesn't happen. But that's like. why they keep yeah. the at-large voting that everybody gets to vote from all across the county or the city. But it's, so it's just it's it's just like oh, oh I, I, only, only entrenched interest 
that have no <laughs> no other representation from the other side and be it Republican, Democrat, right? In Columbus, it's all Democrat control. There are no Republicans. Yeah. Only that system could come up with this result. I, I agree. And it looks like it's just, it's, you know, status quo again. Status what? quo, but pretending it's not status quo. Look what we've done. We're going to make sure each ward is represented by at large. It, I, it's, I, I, I read it multiple times and I just thought... I, I don't understand what I, exactly until you then get the cynic in you comes out and you, says, oh, OK, this is to it, make sure those who are there stay and nobody because if they did a ward system, they'd probably lose. This, exactly. The city council of Columbus wants you to feel good about these maps. But trust me, you should be very skeptical about them. You know, it, I remember I was I was on a TV show on NBC with somebody and we were talking about the kind of city of Columbus and, I, and it, it was during Mayor Coleman's reign. And I said, look, being mayor of Columbus is the best job in America. I said, it's the easiest job. I mean, because of state, le- f- state federal, local government, because oh, yeah. of high state, yeah. revenues are always flush, right? It, it's not one of those places that it's not a big enough city where there are like all the crime and issues that you get with like Chicago, New York, LA. It's not small enough where it's kind of like there's nothing to do. Is it so like being the mayor, like it's easy as pie. And the guy was totally offended. I said it and I said, show me how it's hard. Give me, give me a break, right? Like anybody could, I mean, that, it could run itself. We don't even probably need these folks. It could literally run itself given how much money comes in because of how much government is in the city of Columbus, right? And now because of that, all the other surrounding parts, lawyers, lobbyists, yeah. contractors, right? All that b- builds up even more. I mean, you know, it's the one, that's why it's recession proof. That's why when, as now, all of Ohio, the rest of Ohio is dying. Columbus is doing great.